0: Okay, here we go. The Planet,
1: Planet Mikey He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Planet Mikey Show. Kicking it back, sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. It's the long-awaited episode 54, and when I say long-awaited, I mean since last Thursday. This is Big Market Voice, Peter Puller, with the Planet Mikey podcast, hailed by dozens as the number one podcast of its kind in America. Winner of 53 consecutive Mommy Awards, given each week by the mommy of two of Mikey's four children for excellence. Sponsored by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates with six offices in Boston, Newton, Braintree, Worcester, Warwick, Rhode Island, and Salem, New Hampshire, and none in Maine. And by BetOnline.ag, Mikey's favorite online betting site, Joe Fish Restaurants, North Andover and North Reading, and My Grandma's Coffee Cake Company. Get those Christmas orders in early at mygrandma.com or simply call one 800 8 grandma And now, the man with more buttons than a Victorian girdle, Smitty Man Smith, and back from the Bahamas with his tremendously tanned taint. Mm-hmm. The man with more talent than mutt. <laughs> ben Kitchen, everybody, and the host of your podcast, well-known thousandaire and philanthropist, Michael Kevin Adams. Hey, thank you, Peter Puller. <laughs> I should be
1: getting double pay
0: for this. Uh, that was great. I he, really he should. He always does
1: a great job. Huh?
0: He's a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, and he's union, so we got to pay him scale, and he sucks. Oh, Jesus. Follow us on Twitter @planetmikey, at Planet Mikey. Email Planet Mikey Podcast at gmail.com. Com. Oh, Brand new. We got an email ooh, address. Email. You did a lot while I was so gone. all you people can call and say, go fuck yourself. Oh. Um, our guest is here for the second time. And I got to say that the first time he was here, he did w- tremendous numbers. Yeah. We had a top four podcast of our first year of episodes. Were included uh, John Dennis, Dino, yep. uh, the one where uh, I ripped the shit out of mutt. Uh, <laughs> which one? Glenn Ordway and Has and, all and this them? guy Chad Finch. <laughs> Chad, uh, how you doing,
2: Chad? I'm good. Uh, am I the first uh, two time guest here? Or? No.
0: Well, we've no. had. Well, Dino came in twice. John Fiore came. We should have stopped at one. No, no, he did fine. He did fine. John Fiore's in twice. Well, yeah. So how uh, many
3: times have we had uh, a spaceman your... on?
0: Well, he was on the phone half the time. He was drunk the other
2: half. <laughs> so. I'll accept Spaceman. I don't know about those other guys.
0: Yeah, well, you know. So, but no, your, your episode did tremendously. and I don't know why. What did we, what did we do? Because it was, was me. Oh, it was because it, it was you? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't because was, we was, continued to crap on some of the WEI personalities? Yeah, I think
2: that might have been it. It some was some Chad, it. <laughs> and it was Chad fresh off a little Twitter beef with Lou. Oh, was That's it? That's what it was.
0: Oh, was it really? Uh, the time we mix those in every now and then. a kind of <laughs> <little> warm-up show. <laughs> Now, for those who don't know, and most people do uh, in New England, uh, Chad Finn is a media critic and a sports writer. He writes columns in Boston.com and Boston Globe. And uh, I I never, you know, some people consider you harsh. On them. them, some people do. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're they're the particularly thin skinned or or <laughs> relatively untalented group out there that you know. Are we narrowing down to names here yet? <laughs> they're touchy. We'll get there. They're a little touchy. <laughs> uh, but you you're a convicted sentimentalist or something. It says you're a sentimentalist. So you like the old stuff in sports more than some of the new stuff.
2: Yeah, I think that's where we get along. Yeah, I mean specifically I'm not that. that, not not uh, sports radio, but that.
0: I'm the same way with all that. I, you know. You uh, don't like com- him on sports radio? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> oh, what I was saying. Okay. Just making <laughs> sure. See, like the complete game is a classic example of this. Uh, Fer- and Fergie Jenkins, who I hope to get on this podcast soon. Well, I was I was having dinner with him and Bill Lee one time at, at Ted's, and we were talking about the complete game. And then when I went I went home, I realized forty two complete games in the majors last year. Total. All total. Wow. <laughs> and Fergie Jenkins in nineteen seventy one had thirty. In one season. See, that's the
2: old throwback
0: kind of people I love. The guys that got it done. Old school. Don't bring no they talk about slowing down the game, Chad. It's the pitching changes.
2: We took you get a load of the Red Sox with openers this year. Yeah. Some reliever coming starting the game for two innings. Bunch of jetsums and flotsums, Ex Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> I bet Chad knows how to speed the game up. Well
1: what
0: <laughs> do you early. think, pitch clock? <laughs> yeah. Right. Pitch clock? Well, you know the, the great thing about watching a baseball game with a DVR is that you can literally watch the whole game in in you know twenty seven minutes if you if you fast forward to DVR. Is it really that low?
2: Yeah, because probably no, something like that. Yeah,
0: well, you, you just go, you go to the scoring place.
2: Yeah, it's and, probably pretty similar with the NFL too. Actually, if you just the uh, seven seconds of action.
0: Yeah, it's it's like my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up. Seven seconds. Seven seconds. Now, you're a black bear. We talked about the U.M.A. You talked, and I don't know what it is. It, you know it's it is? Hangover from the trip to fam. 18 minutes is the actual
3: number. Of what, baseball? 18 minutes of action over Whoa. the course of a three-hour game. I hit that just right? In baseball or football? You said 27. Yeah, so no. So no, you didn't hit that just right.
0: <laughs> no, I said 18 minutes. I said you can watch a game in 17 minutes. Didn't I say that? You said 27. Oh. Well, I like to watch some of the a minute and out. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are just cool. They have hot chicks. So the on them the mount, Peloton commercial. You're all in on the Peloton commercial. Well, you know that's the other part of it too. You you take out one minute per Bray. They used to have 60 seconds. You know, just an, long enough for the Gansett jingle. You know, hi neighbor, have a Gansett. I know that whole jingle. One minute, and then they come back to action. Now what they is have that, two
2: minutes. Kirk, minute. Kirk Gowdy era.
0: That's right. I yeah. want to hear that jingle. Not that old. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. You don't want to hear it. No, no, that's I know every beer. I, <laughs> I, know, I know every beer jingle. Okay, Just, if you ever want, like by request. Okay, uh, so I'll ask you. Now, Chad is also a gigantic fan of Butch Hobson. <laughs> right?
2: All true. Well, yeah, how did legitimate. that happen? Most of the stuff I throw on Twitter isn't serious, but that's serious. Butch, Butch Hobson should be in the Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> I, I, uh, I was 8 in 1977. So he was your first favorite guy. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you remember him. I do. He he played pretty hard. He did? Uh, he gave
0: it 110% every time out the there. into the
2: bat rack, you know, threw the ball in the first base seats, hit a home run every once in a while. Didn't yeah. he
0: have like kind of a high-waisted look to him? Like his, Didn't his belt seem like it was a little up too high on his torso?
2: I wasn't looking at his waist.
0: <laughs> no, but look at him now. He's looking lower. Right. Call up a picture of Butch Hobson. Just do Wikipedia. See, see if Chad thinks Peter the same Gammon's thing. always comparing him to Paul Newman. Why? Because <laughs>
2: he's handsome.
0: Well, yeah, but there's a lot of handsome guys, but he didn't look like Paul Newman. No, you take he?
2: that up with Gammon's. So you get him in here. All right.
0: Look, just look at how high-waisted. See, we're looking at him right now: the pictures of Butch Hobson. I have a Butch Hobson they're, quiz. They're loving
2: listening to us look at
0: pictures. You know, I have a Butch Hobson quiz for you. Okay. Now, you know, obviously, his real name. Yeah, Clell. Clell. (laughs) He acts like, well, yeah, of course I do. Look at that Yankees one. What the hell is that? He's a high-waisted son of a bitch. Well, that was the end. Um, Okay, so Clell Laverne (laughs) Hobson. That's his middle name is better than Shirley.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: Smitty, what's your middle name? Edward. Mine's Kevin. What's yours, Chad? John. Now, is Chad short for something? Charles. Charles, Junior. okay. Because so, Chad Everett was the, my, one of my favorite actors on the Medical Center. Yeah. Remember that? But I didn't know what it was short for. Never could figure the that out. Maybe
2: be named after him. After what? Chad Everett? No, it could kidding. be
0: Chadwick. Chad, Chad, or Chadford, like Rob Bradford. Yeah. We're going to talk about Rob Bradford. We're going to critique everybody in sports media tonight. It's going to be great. Seriously. But let me tr- first get to this Hobson quiz. <coughs> you ready? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's see how he does. 100%. This former American League MVP celebrated his. You know, I'm
2: not even going to need the end of the question. What's <laughs> these?
0: This former American League MVP celebrated his 10th birthday on the day Butch
2: Hobson was born. This isn't a Butch Hobson question. It this sure is. Some-
0: I just said Butch Hobson.
2: Former MVP 10th birthday. This former
0: American League MVP celebrated his 10th birthday on the day Butch was born. Now, if you know what day Butch was born, which you must if you're a Butch Hobson fan.
2: Sometime in the early 50s. So 10 years before that.
0: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) No. Who is it? Boog Powell. Oh, come Ooh.
2: on.
1: That's <laughs> a Boog God. Powell question. I knew that one.
0: <laughs> By the way, Boog Powell's one of those guys, he finished third in the MVP voting one year, second another year in 69, and then in 70, he finished number one. He finished one, two, and three.
1: Now, what is Boog's real name? John. John? John Powell, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. John, how would you not know that? Well... <laughs> <laughs> um Okay,
2: this five-time all-star. This isn't a Butch Hobson question. Here it is. (laughs) He should have been a five-time all-star.
0: This five-time all-star was born on Butch's 20th birthday. These are stupid birthday questions. In 1971. By the way, what is Butch Hobson's birthday?
2: I don't know. 53, right? August 17th,
0: 1951. Okay. And you call yourself a Butch Hobson fan.
2: Are any of these actually about Butch Hobson? (laughs) All right. I'll give you a hint I've been set up This,
0: this five-time All-Star was born on Butch's 20th birthday in 1971 He used to piss on his hands to toughen the skin Posada Ooh, Jorge Posada see? I know
2: my piss on hands trivia too so. <laughs> Well,
0: it was going to be either Posada or uh, Moises Alou right Alright, so. <laughs> right. Oh, right, so you're one for two On Butch's 32nd birthday uh, These were all called from his birthday So this is
2: 83
0: This Red Sox All-Star was born in Woodland, California. He would later be Rookie of the Year, MVP, World Series champ, and Gold Glove winner. How are his knees? <laughs> They're made of other people's
2: <laughs> bones. That would be uh, Dustin Pedroya.
0: That's right. He was born. Do you believe they have the same so birthday? He's 36. Pedroya and your boy Butchy, same birthday.
2: Still birthday
0: trivia. Unbelievable. Let's get right, to some Butch questions. To, right All right, well, let's go to Butch's last game ever. You know he was on the Yankees. Right. I was he, hoping that was he, the question. He was, <laughs> he was the DH on the Yankees. It was the last game happened August 3rd, 1982. Was that before Ben was born? Nineteen, Yes. <laughs> a couple of years. I thought that was the trivia question for a no. second.: 8 3, 82. Yankees DH. Uh, what was tell me what happened in Butch's last game that's of note
2: in August what?
0: 1983? 1982., yeah, the, the date's less important than what happened. Maybe how, how did his career end, in other words? What,
2: he uh, he struck out in his last at-bat.
0: Yes, he did. Yeah. He also struck out in his next to the last at-bat. His final day, he was called out on strikes. Then he struck out swinging. And then, just to add insult to injury, he was pinch hit for in his final scheduled appearance of that game. And and who hit for him? Lima Oscar Gamble. Oh, okay, oh, that's Oscar, acceptable. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Gamble, who's famous for saying this memorable baseball quote: "They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do." <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that makes sense. That's Oscar Gamble. Yeah, that's uh, I think he, he
2: passed. though. we'll give you, we'll give you a pass. Still waiting for a butch offs in question. <laughs> okay, what town is he uh, from? Bessemer, Alabama. Well, where, where was he born? Question. Uh, bigger city. What was it? Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Yep, yeah,
0: yep, very good. That's Chad Finn, everybody, and he's a Butch Hobson fan. You can tell from <laughs> a mile away. Uh, but more important than that is uh, there's been a lot of changes since you were last here in the radio marketplace and, and TV as well. I got a whole list of, of all the people who do sports in this market. Okay. Now we don't have ben, ben and Smitty. Feel free to jump in at any time with anything you have on these guys. Are
1: these people that I currently work with? Well, there's going to be some of them in there <laughs> in the list. Yeah, some I'm of it,
0: but I'm not, I mean, we're not here to rip anybody open.
1: That's not what I was told.
0: <laughs> but we'll, let's start with TV. Wanna? Sure. Let's start TV. Okay. Let's we'll start with TV. First of all, I don't. I gotta. I gotta admit, I don't know a lot of these guys very well. I used to know everybody in TV. You know, I mean, there was a time when it was. Yeah, it's uh Bob Lobel and Lynchy And Dino. And Dino, and everybody knew everybody and what they did and, and it was very familiar with them. But now it's a little bit different. Uh channel five has Josh Brogadier mm-hmm.
2: and Bob Halloran. Yeah. Uh, are they even are they sports guys? It's hard to tell because I've never gotten a clear answer from anybody over there whether they actually gave uh Lynchy's title as sports director away. Yeah. Uh, Duke Castiglione, Joe son, is done some stuff over there as but well But he's, he's a
0: regular anchor on news yeah, so I, like, I, was, right? yeah. I
2: had heard that he was going to be the the sports guy before Lynchy left that that was the name that was rumored but yeah. they never really actually made any formal a- and every time
0: i see duke uh, castiglione i first of all i say can you believe it yeah because that you know i remember when he was just a young you know kid
2: uh but he's doing news he's
1: doing he, right on right. channel five he, he does a great job <clears throat> he does yeah, yeah he's a yeah. good looking guy
2: yeah, that's yeah. what he did. in he was in New York for a while and did sports. He's a guy, Randy Johnson. Uh, oh, that's right. I remember. shoved the camera out of his get away from. That him. was him, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. that oh. was Duke Castiglione. <laughs> yeah,
0: Duke. Uh, Channel Four, and now here's where I I do know these guys. Levin Reed, he's been around and back. He, you know, he's been gone and come back. Dan Roach, yep. Steve Burton. I think they're all. I mean, I I think they're all nice guys. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's who I would, if someone asked me about a Q rating, you know, I'd name those guys first because maybe I'm just most familiar with them. I mean, Steve Burton is a legitimately nice person. Yep, he sure is. You know, he sure. really is. Yeah. Um, and he's been around for a long, long time now, too. I remember when he was working back at Nessun. Uh But, uh, okay, how about this? NBC Boston, Raul Martinez.
2: Yeah, NBC Boston's pretty low on the totem pole there. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: Wasn't he like an outfielder for the White Sox in the 70s or something? Raul?
2: Some Mets prospect that I, didn't make it.
0: He's from, he's from El Paso, Uh. But that's all I really know about him. Yeah. You know? I, I can tell you this, that if my name was Raul Martinez, yes. I'd still be working in TV despite this face. <laughs> that's a very handsome would, face, though, even Mikey. If I, that's I, a shockingly handsome. Yeah, I would go somewhere mate. and get a job and still be an man. That's <laughs> a badass face, isn't it? Huh? Or as Raditz used to tell me, you look like a blocked punt." Josh Brogate, okay, Channel 25, Tom Layden, and of course, our old pal Butchie. Yeah. Butchie's been He's a
2: survivor. Yeah, he really is. Now, do you know anything about Tom Layden? Yeah, I've done stuff on uh, him when they've they've had uh, projects they're working on, things like that. He's a pro. He is. Yeah. 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 Not much of a hatchet job there, but he. I don't know
0: him at all. I've never met any. See, that's the thing. Maybe it's because I'm so reclusive.
2: <laughs> I mean, a big part of it is that the don't get invited anywhere. The stuff doesn't get the it doesn't resonate. I mean, you touched on it a little bit with Dino and Labelle and, and Lynchy, but yeah. I don't I don't know how many times I've written about the nat, the the local sports guys because when I do write about the local stuff, it tends to be NBC Sports Boston, Nesson maybe a little bit, right? It just doesn't well, you it, know, it, even it, like guys like Joe Amersino has been around a while. Sure, Rochi or Burton, it. it it's kind of taking a secondary role there.
0: Well, and, and, and part of it is it's what's evolved in the world of media with TV. I mean, do, you know, when you need sports information, you go online, you get it real quick, and you say, okay. And now I know people don't have the buy appointment, uh, you know, TV news watching habits that they used to have.
2: Well, they don't get the same time for sports either. I mean, Lynchy used to get six minutes in, you know, 1992 and, right. you know, commercials of Roger Clemens and Ray Bork. And now they get a minute and a half maybe, wow. you know, it's just – it's weather, 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 my, car accidents. My, my wife used to give me six minutes. Politics. <laughs> What'd you do the rest of the time?
0: Hey, I mean, turned the radio back on. <laughs> um, t- now, what's weird is that the TV anchors, a lot of the TV anchors that are doing the news portion of the program came out of the world of sports. You got Acker Bloom. You have uh, Ed Hardy. Yeah. Um, you have, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Duke Castiglione came out of news. And Gene Levanchi. Yeah. These are all guys doing regular news. John Dennis' favorite, Gene Levanche. His favorite, favorite person,
3: Did yes. you ever get
2: into that with him? No.
0: Dino there. No.
3: i heard it. You know
2: what it. else I didn't
0: get into with Dino, which I wish I had? Ryan Rossillo. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good We forgot. You know, we just got so wound up in the on uh, the EI stuff. We didn't talk about the Ryan Rossillo incident,
2: I which is a to classic. Russillo. I got that Russillo. thing coming on 1510 that it uh, – you may know something about working there. Yes, uh, <laughs> shortly. I talked to Russell a little bit about that that whole thing and yeah. uh, how it kind of went down. Yeah, we had a parade of people coming through that station.
0: We we can have a long conversation about fifteen ten the zone. Um, any more TV notes here? I, I, I guess see, I, it's not that I'm jealous that people are on TV, you know, because I knew when High Def came in that I was out. <laughs> I, I knew it was kind of like okay, back to radio, but. I'm just wondering how these guys now are – the position has changed of sports anchor. It's a totally – who does best in the ratings? Uh, C-N-N-S-E-C-N-S-A – what's it called?
2: NBC Sports Box. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or Nesson.
2: Uh, neither one of them does spectacularly. Yeah. But, you know, they're roughly in the same range. But what kind if, of numbers? Uh, it depends what you're talking about. But if it's one of those, like, half-hour shows or I guess the – what is the – the one Holly's on. is Boston Sports it, Tonight. Is that, what, an hour now? Two hours? Something like that? <laughs> Beats me. I mean, it started at three. And <laughs> it's, that,
0: it's a half hour, but it feels like two hours. Well, <laughs> it,
2: the the way they went about that show was they thought people were going to sit there and watch it for three hours, and that was just a horrible mistake. It's the kind of thing you flip back to every once in a while while right. you're watching Red Sox game on Nesson or whatever. You know. Right.
0: You can't get people to watch The Irishman, the you know, movie. You know, I say uh, you need to break hours. it from
2: The Irishman, <laughs> you know? Bathroom You're on day two of that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they you know it tends to be uh, in the one range, or a little bit lower than that, depending on what you're talking about. The yeah, Bruins obviously, Celtics are much what, higher. What were your ratings when you were doing your show? Oh, on um, necking.
0: Um, oh, wait, we, well, you know, don't forget we were on half the half the systems. We were on the B trunk, and people didn't know we were there. <laughs> we were brand I new. I don't station. even know what that means. I think I think I got a huge bonus when we got a 1.8. You know, or something like that. But don't forget, it's eleven o'clock at night. I was up against Johnny Carson and shit like that. All right, <laughs> that's a pretty <laughs> good number, though. Plus, we had no women. We were never
3: show. up against Carson.
2: Yeah, we used to. Well, we got. What year did you we start? We usually
0: got point six to to one point five. You know, somewhere. Yeah, in that that's range.
2: what the current stuff is. Yeah, and like that. Yeah. What year did you start?
0: see? If I had done the show He's nude it now, <laughs> if I had just done it nude, like I suggested, um, we were on ninety two to
3: ninety eight. Yeah, so maybe you were for like
0: a month. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we had no crew. I mean, we had, you know, it, we slapped that shit together with interns. And Maury. Maury was great. <laughs> Best intern hire in the history of mankind. Now he's running C uh to, to sports boss. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I got a time off for a sponsor. By the way, did you bet any football last week? Anybody?
1: No. Hey, hold on. I got a text from Mikey. I lost my ass. I
0: got... <laughs> my... <laughs> Can I just tell you, I got my ass handed to me. You Pats, you know? Well, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and name the other three teams that shouldn't have lost that did. Uh, go ahead, name them. I, I had them all. And I River had them, the
2: Bengals beat. Who were Miami Jets, beat? I, and J- the Redskins won. Redskins.
0: He just, he just re, <laughs> he just capsulized my entire fucked up weekend. I lost my ass. As you notice when I came in here? I'm assless.
1: Oh, you weren't happy either. You moping oh, in it, because
0: oh. I was piling up. I was doing great and. I was going on betonline.ag, our proud sponsor. I was making money. And then one stupid weekend,
1: you know? Was this something that you did yourself?
0: Yeah, I did. LSD. <laughs> I shouldn't have done the LSD. Um, football and basketball seasons, when do they collide? Well, it's it's actually right now, and they're all in full swing. You know, if you want to get involved in the action. And just, by the way, try to do a little better than I did last weekend. Do what I did the week before. You'll be just great. BetOnline.ag will get you every single spread, every single total, you know, uh, over under, whatever you want. They've got some proposition bets at all times that are going great. It's just a fine, fine, easy place to do your your betting business. And Ben will tell you that there's this, right, Ben? Yes. There's this awesome fifty percent bonus when you when you go on the site and you do your your uh, welcome bonus. What is it? CLNS fifty. What is it again? CLNS50. <laughs> okay, so that would be CLNS50 to get your uh, 50% welcome bonus there betonline.ag your online sports book experts. Oh, uh, experts FM. <laughs> um so now let's get let's move let's move on to the radio people cuz this is where this is where I really get all juiced up. Yeah. Talking about radio people. And you have probably over the course of your uh, critical years uh, writing for Boston Globe and Boston.com have taken some verbal shit from people who didn't like what you said about them. Chad. Sure. Yeah. Comes with the job. Uh, it, who's at the very top for giving you the most shit?
2: Wow. Well, Dino's been gone for a while. But he, <laughs> he was pretty prolific for a while. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking like Twitter and stuff like that, it would yeah. just sometimes I would check in and I'd have... 60,000 comments and, uh, you know, notifications and like, all right, what happened? And it's, uh, you know, some Dino <laughs> thing. Half the words are capitalized. Half of them aren't, um, <laughs> you know, calls me some name that I have to look up in the dictionary and kind of miss it a little bit. Now it's mostly Lou, but, you know. Is, I, is Lou your top antagonist now? Yeah, he gets mad at me when, you know, I'm critical of the show or whatever. But yeah. I, I like Lou. And it, when I see him like Fenway, it's like, the you know, the little Bugs Bunny thing with the two... Sheep, uh, sheep dogs checking into work. You know, hey Lou, hey Chad. But yeah, he gets uh, he gets pissed at me. Lou's sometimes. a good yeah. shit. I like that guy. Now yeah, I hear I, that from everybody. Yeah.
0: Now, if we compare, though, uh, okay, okay. First of all, let's start with with Wei and what's going on in the morning, because there's obviously been a drastic change. I mean, last time you were here, was it still
2: uh, Callahan and Mutt, or what, what? I think they were out. <laughs> Maybe not. I can't remember. No, no, no. Kirk they, was out, but Jerry was Kirk still there. Was out. Kirk yeah. was
3: still at Entercom, but it was Mutt and Callahan in the morning. They might not have even announced that it was fully Mutt and Callahan at that point.
2: Yeah, it's kind of weird that they did in the first place, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that could have done without an announcement. I don't know how many months that was. Few. Yeah, couple years. So it, now it's
0: it, it's been all moved out. Okay, Kirk's gone. Callahan's gone. Dino's gone, and in comes. The Greg Hill Show, which it was already a show in From existence. AF, so yeah. they, did they kind of take maybe a little bit of the 98.5 formula and take an existing show on a rock and roll station, move it into a
2: sports format, knowing that at least the chemistry between the people that are on the show is going to be good? They did that because it worked for Toucher and Rich at 98.5, and they had a built-in audience when they brought it over. Yep. Uh, I think, I wish I had the numbers, but I think they were third or fourth in their 25-54 their men's demo the period before they moved over, they were actually tied with Mutt and Jerry. It was maybe a six-five rating in that, in that coveted demo. Yeah, but so they already had a built-in audience. They assumed they would bring that over, um, and for the most part, they have. Yeah, uh, the numbers for November actually for them were huge. They'd eleven something. They did. Yeah. Wow.
0: That well, kudos to them. Yep. I, you know, I worked in the same building with Greg Hill, obviously for a long, long time, and I've never had any many issues with him whatsoever. But I didn't really hear too many too many of his shows. Because I was not getting up at six in the morning. Those he's were so my... low key. He is low key, but you know what? He is he has a little bit of. He's a little bit of the ring, the ringmaster, uh, leading the other
2: people to the water. That's what Glenn uh, always gets credit for. It, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's exactly the comparison. Although it's a even different though I'd rather style. listen
2: to the other guys most of the time.
0: Yeah, right. It's a little different style of doing that, but I think that's what Greg, what Greg Hill does. I, I think Danielle sounds pretty good. Yeah, Danielle, she's good. Don't you think she sounds pretty good?
2: Yeah, she's still kind of finding her way on that on the sports station though like it seems like they she goes to periods where she doesn't have much to say right yeah and it's fitzy or wiggy or somebody like that when it's, it's the, the
0: heavier like, sports especially yeah.
2: analytical football right. talk right but if they're talking pop culture or something like that she's, right she's right in the mix
0: but i think she's got a place in there that's and it doesn't bother me when i listen to it it's not like oh what's she doing here uh, you know wasn't it was, yeah but at
3: least she knows well enough to not just say stupid shit just to be a part of the conversation right yeah and that's right.
0: that's a good skill to have Yes, it is. I, I, it's a, you know what? And that's a skill that I never really had. We've noticed. <laughs> um, now, back in the, on the other station, the morning show, same as it ever was, right? Same group of yeah, people. Yeah, they're, they're
2: winning the demo still, too.
0: They've kind of not really made any changes, for the most part, uh, at 98.5. Um, some t- tweaks here and there. The night show has a Christian Arcand, who I used to work with. Yeah. Who I liked working with. I yeah, think he's good. He's good. Yeah. a
2: good, good guy to get away from me, yeah.
0: Uh, and he and Adam Jones, I, I think, you know, I, I can tell you this. The vulture? <laughs> I can tell you this, that I would always listen to uh, Adam Jones and Arcand over the guy that's on the other station at night.
2: He sucks. That, ben
0: Maller? No. Uh, <laughs> who, who could that be, Mike? Um, I can't think of his name. Little guy. Hairy guy. Ben knows. Kind of a shitball. It's, my, it's, it's Mutt. It's Mutt. Yes, th- thank you. It's Mutt. Yeah. So I would always listen to those guys before I would listen to Mutt. I think the afternoon show, well, I mean, you tell me what you think of OMF and what they're and what they're up to lately.
2: Even what about them?
0: Even though we know they're, that they're second
2: to to Felger and Maz, uh how do you assess their current state of the show? I think Glenn's still too dominant, um, because Christian and, and Lou play pretty well off each other. Uh and they're both they've both gotten beyond that X jock point, especially Lou where uh, you listen to them talk about other things than you know, being a utility guy for the Red Sox. He can talk about fantasy football or the Patriots, or he'll act- actually ask Belichick a tough question when he's in. And yeah. um, He but, does he does get in a little bit of trouble yeah, for that. Glenn still dominates a little bit, and I, I'd rather hear a little bit more out of those two guys.
0: Now, is that operant conditioning for Glenn because he, yes. he's done that for 26 but, years in that time slot? Or 25 years, whatever it is?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, every every time I've talked to him through the years, he reminds me that he got seventeens or whatever the rating was back in you uh, know the, the 18s. heyday. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's I've been
3: reminded he, of that story many times as well.
2: Yeah, you know when Felger started getting those numbers and Felger and Mass started getting big. Numbers, well, you know, back in 1996, I guess maybe or something like that it would have been the heyday.
0: That and that coincidentally was when I was on the big show. <laughs>
2: It was you, Bill Burt, and Larry Johnson. That's that right. Was That's peak. right. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: God. You know, I thought, the, I thought the rotating mix on the big show was, was good. It had to be very difficult. Manipula- manipulation had to happen for the producers to get the right chemistry of people uh, on every different day. Like To schedule a whole week, you had to get, okay, there's two guests per day and so on. It's much easier now. And it, But I think they're doing pretty well. I don't, you know, I like the show. I like the uh, – when I listen to OMF, I'm entertained for the most part uh, till six.
2: <laughs> the whole point of this is just to talk about uh, get every little dig we can in on the late show, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm catching yeah, on to that because yeah, he okay. because much sucks. Um, but uh, no, I mean it's I just
0: it's
1: been a lot of movement. I'm going to apologize to I our thought, guest for the, the behavior of our host. What <laughs> I thought this to bit expect- was going to end in I year mean, two <laughs> No, I mean, we're talking about radio here.
0: Oh God, my, goodness. You know, I'm I mean, all for it. I, it's not my fault if some shows are good and some of them blow. Right? So what do you think it's of not, Hart and James? <laughs> it's not James and Hart? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, what? Mark James is kind of a, a different cat, isn't he? He's a different cat. I he's, like him because he's different.
2: Well, he sounds like somebody who's doing national radio on the weekends, you know, yeah. which, which is what he was doing, like, you know, Fox Radio. Like, I guess he was like intentionally
0: in annoying to get a reaction mm-hmm. type of stuff?
2: Uh, yeah, the nicknames, that sort of thing. Yeah, I can't think of any of them offhand, but...
0: Uh, Tony this...
2: Michelle and
0: Mark know with it. a C. Yeah, like, why do you need that?
3: Well, that's silly. But I've gr- I've actually grown to like him more and more <laughs> over the last year or two. He puts the effort <laughs> in. He's up to level two now.
0: It's like you say Ben with an N. You know, it is. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> two, if you stretch it out, Ben. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know the guy. I guess he's. I hear he's tall. He's very tall. He was on Nestle for a while, was he? Yeah. <laughs> She's, I guess I. I must have had it turned down. Yeah, <laughs> he, something. But I mean, he's really tall, right? He's. He sometimes.
2: It depends I, on your he, perspective. He, sometimes yeah. he turns into <laughs> like a a, an
0: overagitated. And maybe I'm being too harsh on the guy. I don't even oh know, God, you know, Mikey, come know, on! Punch me in the top of the head next time I see him. Maybe. Maybe he's. Because he sometimes he gets all like uh, stuttery. He's so like, and then he and he says something and annoys me. Yeah, and I cl- turned the station.
2: I had somebody describe him to me as Vanilla Ice ten years after uh, "Ice Ice Baby." <laughs> that's, actually, that's not my line.
0: Don't perfect. you talk about Rob Van Winkle,
3: <laughs> <up that laughs> son
2: that's, of a bitch? Yeah.
0: That's kind of like right on the money, though, isn't it?
2: Uh, it's kind of a really. I guess good, a
0: Florida thing. There, good description. Uh, now, Rob Bradford, he's is he still uh, handling the inter the uh, the website over there? Yeah, I got an interesting Rob Bradford story. What is it? Should I tell it? Yes. Got inside radio shit. Mm-hmm. Tell it. I I right. tuck these things away. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so these little nuggets still, are going to go in that EEI book. <laughs> I'm still working at WEI, and I'm doing the night show, six to ten every night. Planet Mikey show. Who right? does that now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this this little rhesus monkey. Anyway, so uh, I there was a, they playing. They, were play, they t- I recall one of the fact they were playing a show called. Um, what was the baseball show called? Oh, uh, the baseball show. No, the hot stove. Hot stove show. Now I'm a baseball fan since birth, or almost since birth. I love baseball, and I'm thinking, okay, that sounds great. Hot stove show. Hot stove show in the wintertime. We'll talk baseball. And then Kevin Graham says to me, uh, "Well, you're not going to be on it." I said, w- "Why? <laughs> I love baseball. It's going to be Mutt and Rob Bradford." And I said, "Well, why, why not me?" You I know? remember
2: Minahan being on it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, that was after it was already established without me. And I was like, "Shit, I, I what I do I do? Do I not know enough about baseball to be on the show?" Or well,
1: might have been the face.
0: <laughs> it's always the face. So I go to uh, Kevin Graham and I say, "Kevin, how come I'm not on the show? It's in my time slot. You
2: know, it's a rating period." And, Kevin and, Graham and, actually made decisions. Well, mm-hmm. wait to nope. hear this.
0: <laughs> he says, spoiler alert. I said, why am I not on it? He said, tell you the truth, Rob Bradford didn't want to work with you.
2: Was he ever on your show at night?
0: Okay, well, sometimes. He'd come huh. in, you know, but on this particular show, he didn't want to work with me. I'm thinking, okay, well, why? Why? Is he Does he like mutt? It's got to be the face. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the face. <laughs> That's what it is. No. And so I asked him, because I, I went down to spring training. I asked him, you know, what's up? You don't want to work with me on the show? I mean, you know, what's the problem? He said he never said that. He said it was Kevin Graham's decision. Oh. Hmm. Which Kevin Graham told me that Rob didn't want to work with me on the show. I'm like, well, maybe Rob wants some of his own. Maybe I'm a little too verbose or whatever. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons you could not want to work with somebody. But I was like shocked at that because Rob Bradford, I mean he's always so nice to me. So who you do know? you believe? That's a good question. At this point in time? Yeah. Was Rob shocked to hear that? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was embarrassed. Yeah. He's embarrassed about it because I called him out on it. But if it look, it's two things. If he didn't want to work with me on that show is on my time slot, I should I should have said, well, I want that on my time slot. Then I want to talk about curling. <laughs> I want to talk about you know gossip. Do you, do you believe Graham or Rob? I don't know. I mean, I have no I have no way of, I could say Rob. I think you're lying, and and he could be telling the truth, and I'd feel awful. Or or Kevin Graham, who knows? You, know? you wouldn't feel awful if you accused Kevin Graham of lying. He's a pussy. (laughs) Kevin Graham's a pussy. I I never thought Rob
2: was. I think we have the answer. So I don't know. So what do you think?
0: What do you think happened?
2: I didn't know Kevin Graham at all. (laughs) I just heard he got walked all over by everybody. And the morning guys said he was great, probably because they could could do whatever they wanted. Walk all over him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pussy. No question about it. And you know what? Uh,
0: (laughs) I like Rob. I have always liked Rob, but I don't – I mean, if that's if that's true, if he told Kevin Graham he didn't want to work with me, should I like him anymore? Or should I just not like him?
2: I'd be mad if he if he actually did that and denied it when you confronted him and then gave you a Bradfoe show t-shirt as consolation. <laughs> Bradfoe <laughs> show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you, you say that. Look what I got underneath my sweatshirt. It's like, a Bradfoe <laughs> shirt. <laughs> So you state of the art in Boston now. How do you feel about it, uh, Chad Finn? How how is it? How's state it going? State of what? I mean, the, of the whole radio scene. Because I, you know, I'm, so I've been away from
2: it now three years. I don't have any any feel for it. Podcasts are great. That's how I. Aren't feel Aren't they it. though? It's a uh, uh, nice way to get away from it. Because what I do when I listen to it is, you know, I'll listen to EI when I'm in the car because it comes in better where I am. Usually I'll put the 98.5 shows on on TV if I'm working from home. Yeah. And just kind of jump around depending on who the guest is or what they're talking about. Like, I don't want to hear Glenn talk about Colin Kaepernick anymore, you know, or topic, topics like that where you can beat them into the ground for a couple of days and people are so on one side or the other that they it still turns call. on half the listenership. Yeah. turns off half the listenership. Yeah, right. Um, so I think that yeah, beating a dead horse issue
0: is a big problem. And I, I was listening tonight on the way in, and you know the stories are oh, does Brady suck? And they're trying to make people talk about it does Brady? You know,
1: national people are saying Brady's no good anymore. Right.
2: Yeah, that was a big thing today. Yeah, yeah,
0: that that he's no, he's lost it
1: completely. Well, they've been and- waiting for a game where. You know, things the defense didn't work, people couldn't catch, and all that other crap. And, right. of course, I, I was expecting, I was waiting to see how long it would be before the headlines would come out. It's over for Brady, he's 42 years old. How many times can we be reminded that he's 42 years well, old I during know. every game? By the way, he's
0: they're 10 and 2.
1: <laughs> I, it's exactly. Like,
0: anybody in the world, any other team's fan base, you say, they're 10 and 2. They're, that's the first thing they're going to say. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He doesn't look as good as he did last year. They're 10 and 2. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what they're going to say. And and it's a little bit, you know. I I you, you tweet a lot. By the way, uh, Chad is at Globe Chad Finn, and he's a tremendous follow on Twitter. Uh, I'm just telling you everybody that, and it includes you, Ben. Even though you're not on Twitter, that's you're true. Not on Twitter, not <laughs> anymore. He went off Twitter. Smart. I <laughs> don't miss it at all. So I summed up the loss the other day this way with a line from a Harry Chapin song. What is it? You see, Sanu's job's a hassle, and the kids have the flu, but it's sure nice talking to you, Gronk. It's been (laughs) sure nice talking to you. Because it's Gronk. It comes down to Gronk and the offensive line. The offensive line is a little bit lackluster. They're not protective. They're not what we're used to. And Gronk's not here. And by the way, he's part of that offensive line. He was a great blocker. Just Gronk's absence alone is going to take that O-line down a peg, don't you think?
2: Yeah, I think that's part of it. They they ask the receivers to do things that they're not ready to do. Um I think the line's getting better. Wynn looks really good actually. And you, you go back to what was it, Dallas they played before this?
0: Brady's still yeah. getting
1: rushed a lot. He's
0: getting he hurried like, yeah. like,
2: like that I I'm not comfortable with that. But know? how yeah.
1: can you blame Brady, you know, with all that other stuff going on?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's dying his hair though. Is he? Oh. hundred yeah. percent. Okay, just from Enmont. Hundred percent. Well, you you know. He can't throw the ball and catch the ball and dye
0: his hair. He's been he's hanging good. out with Walt Frazier a lot. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Keith Hernandez. Let's, I know you love basketball a lot. Yeah. Um, so let's talk, about, let's talk about Taco. Sounds like a lady from Minnesota saying Taco. <laughs> let's talk about Taco. He, th- is he for real? What's up with that dude? Are we going to see him? Is he really seven six?
2: He's going to be a bench player. I mean, he can't, he can't move very well. He's improved. You know? He's improved. He moves a little bit better than he did in camp, but you you get him out there with NBA athletes and you realize how good those athletes are because he's just overmatched.
0: Now, what about the team? Uh, I'm a Marcus Smart guy. I love him. I love Marcus Smart, too. This guy is the heart and soul of this team. I don't care who all the players around him are. He's the leader of the pack. Uh, But are they going to be – there's kind of a – People wondering are they as good as they looked early in the season? They ran off a lot of wins in a row after losing the opening game. Do you do you like the Celtics now? Do you think they're going to be good? Or are they? Or what are they missing?
2: I think if they had still out Al Horford, they'd be a front runner to win the East and maybe win the title. I mean, it's wide open this year, but I still feel like the 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 fact they don't really have a center beyond six foot eight, Daniel Tice is uh, going to catch up to him at some point. But they're they're really good. They're legitimately good. And When Hayward comes back, they're going to be even better. What about
0: Chaco? Can they put Chaco in there?
2: <laughs> Still in Minnesota?
0: I, I just want to see him just stand there and wave his arms and, and dunk the the ball without jumping. Like just because I'm a freak, you know. I always that's like, pretty
2: much his offensive game. <laughs>
0: I like Manu Bowl just for that reason yeah. alone. You know.
2: Yeah, he was so weird to watch. Yeah, Manu Bulb.
0: that game where he hit end. like eight he threes, threes yeah. in
3: one game. Uh, I, taco fall is never going to be i i agree with you he's never going to be okay. more than a bench player yeah but i find it interesting that
0: novelty nbc
3: sports boston was like hey no there's interest in this guy we're going to air the main red Claws Huge games. traffic yeah anything with so smart name. i immediately had to watch that first game i was like gotta see what taco does
2: yeah he is fun to watch too just blocking all the shots now, uh, from a baseball
0: perspective, everybody sorely disappointed the Red Sox this past season. It was gross. And now they've cut down their, their roster down to 34, I guess, their 40-man 40 roster. 40-man, yeah. they got 34 dudes left. They're just
2: picking people off. Sandy Leone's gone. And, and people are just like, what will Chris Sale do? <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Jesus. Chris Sale made like eight straight all-star teams and <laughs> six top top-six Cy Young finishes in a row. And uh, he couldn't pitch without Sandy Leone last year. I, I'm a... You know what I am? I'm disgusted with baseball from the perspective
0: of starting pitchers, what they're expected to do, what they're paid to do, and what they don't do. To me, that's the that commodity, starting pitching, is the most disappointing group of athletes in all of, of sports. And I start with David Price. A million dollars a start? <laughs> a million fucking dollars every time he just walks out there? Ten thousand dollars every time he pitches one pitch? I hate the guy. And I, and a lot of the starters are like that. They're pussies. Like I was talking about Ferguson Jenkins, no complete games anymore. Nobody goes past the seventh. Oh, that's it. Here's the ball. he bring bring in the other guys. Don't you hate that?
2: I do. And it's not going to get any better anytime soon. <sighs> it's disgusting. Wait until Nate Evaldi is pitching two innings every fifth day to, to be your opener next year. Ugh. And he's good at it.
0: That's a that's a whole revamping of the game of baseball.
2: Yeah, you know, the, and, and
0: the starting pitching though, but they are the most overpaid lot.
2: You know what? None. This is a Houston Astros thing more than anything else. But none of the changes or, um, you know, the data that helps them really know what what it takes to win a game. None of it makes baseball more entertaining. Not a thing. The shifts, the shifts take away batting average from right. left-handed hitters. Um, the way the starting rotations are, you see a starter getting yanked after four innings in the World Series, and you're like. What the hell, you know? Uh, where is uh, Ron Guidry out here to go eight, you know, and throw 130 pitches or whatever? Right, win 25 games. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, it,
3: or milking just... pitching counts and trying to get laid into the count. And, uh, it just just swings. Yeah, did you fucking say get bad.
0: laid in the count? What did you say? Get late into the count. Oh, oh okay. late, okay. yeah, I'm late. Sorry. Uh, Chad Finn is here. He's from Maine, and I want to tell you a Maine story. Did I ever tell you my Maine story? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's well. the correct answer anytime <laughs> Mikey says, Have I ever told you this story? <laughs> uh, I didn't tell you the story of WLOB.
2: If you did, I forgot it or I fell asleep or.
0: In the middle <laughs> tell of the story, story, I would have noticed.
2: WLOB. Portland, Maine.
0: I worked there in 77. It was right when the winter that Eckersley got traded. To the Red Sox. It was also the winter that we had the big the blizzard. <laughs> and I, I spent six months in Portland, Maine. Working. Portland's nice. Well, it, it is. It could have been in Lewiston. But the radio station was in a cow pasture next door to a paper mill in Westbrook. Oh, yeah, okay. That's Westbrook. Stinky-ass neighborhood because of the paper mill. Mm-hmm. So of all the places in Maine to be. Uh, smell like cabbage. Oh, yes. Yeah. Brutal. It smelled like, like cooked Chinese food cabbage. Oh. Terrible. It's the best kind. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I get this job. I'm hired off the phone. I didn't go for an interview. They hired me off the phone. They had me read out of the newspaper some headlines. And they, they said, yeah, okay, when can you start? I came up. because I was I was out of a job, surprisingly. So the station's at a cow pasture. I get there, WLOB, Westbrook, Maine. And I, I said, there's a little dirt road that goes through the cow pasture to this little building, which is where the radio station was. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, this is not good so far. It got worse. I get inside the building, and the receptionist there was a gr- woman named, girl named Beth. And not only did she smell like wet dogs because it was raining that day, and she had her two German Shepherds under her desk, but she was smoking Marlboro's and eating a Big Mac. Oh, boy. At the front desk of this radio station. That's a nice so first I, impression. She smelled Big yeah. Mac, wet dogs, and cigarette butts as I'm walking in. And I walk in, and she goes, Help you? <laughs> I said, Sure, I'm here for my, my new employee. I look to my right, and there's a bulletin board. It says It's a bulletin board. It says If the if the cows get loose, call Chester. <laughs> and it had it had a phone number for Chester two zero seven whatever. I'm Like, oh man, that's weird. So I get hired in this absolute shithole of a radio station. I mean, it was I didn't know at the time it was for sale. They sold it six months later. I moved up there for nothing. But um, sure enough, my third morning, I was reading the news. The morning show, and all of a sudden, what just, was the format? It was uh, s- uh adult contemporary. Okay. You know, all of a sudden, I'm a horse puts his face through the window. <laughs> it was an open window. Puts his face in there, and it's like Mister Ed. He's like, I'm reading this fucking horse head about four feet away from me. Why was the it's... window open in the studio? Because it was the summer. It was it was September. I mean, I'm thinking this is the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> the radio's taking. A... So I used to go out there to break uh, during my break, my lunch break, whatever, as a program director, I, you know. So I get, I go out and I get stoned during my lunch hour, <laughs> I'm driving around the block, take a couple hits off a joint, and go back to work. So I did that one day, and I'm driving back to work, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the road in front of me. Now, mind you, I'm I'm a little bit stoned. Is
2: that r- bath or a cow?
0: R- nope. A, a guy with overalls on and a giant rock in his hand, and he's threatening to throw the rock at my windshield as I'm driving by him. This guy was like <laughs> an escapee or something. And as I dro- got close to him, he'd like, like pull the rock back like he's going to throw it. us. So I'm ducking down. I drove around him on the grass. I get past him about 50 feet I said I got to watch so in my rearview mirror I watched the guy Dave. Next car he does the same thing too <laughs> oh. Any car that went by his house he was going to throw this giant rock at it. The rock was the size of a small toy football but it was rock and he was this guy was obviously a mental patient Was it Chester you know what? <laughs> it
1: might have been. I Chester. never thought
0: of that. And maybe the cows that got loose. Chester.
1: Don't call. Chester. That's
0: how he gets the cows back in. That's he right. them with a rock. I was six months in Maine, and I and I had those two oddities happen to me. <laughs> Can you believe that? It sounds about right. But with the blizzard, you know, down here they closed Boston for two weeks. Yeah. The blizzard of seventy eight. Up there, like they had school the next day. Yeah. They don't care.
2: Yeah, we're real people.
0: They, they totally didn't give <laughs> a flannel. shit about the snow. They yeah. said, well, "We're going to have some late openings," but they had school. <laughs>
2: Bill Lee would say
1: the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. See that? And look at you, dressed like up a up in,
0: like, California. I know, but... Yeah, he did. But he lives in Craftsbury, Vermont. Yeah, he's tucked he's one of those guys yeah. that say, it snowed, yeah. so what? Yeah, he's an outdoorsy type of guy. Well, Chad Finn, good to see you, man. Good to be here. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming. It's always a great episode, and... uh Oh well, you got something. Should this? we give Smitty
2: Chad this? The, uh, the this or that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we give get it to him. He's, he's up for anything. Mm-hmm. We can also throw a little of this at Ben. <clears throat> Still waiting for my Butch Hobson trivia. Boog
3: I got you good on those birthday questions, <laughs> didn't I? How many home runs did Butch Hobson hit in 1976? Eight. You son of a bitch! You just looked. No, <laughs>
2: I can't see that.
0: <laughs> in 77. He had 30.
2: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then in 78.
0: He had 17.
3: Good How bounce many, 79? in 79.
2: Uh, 79, he had he fell 28. Off. 28. 28. Yeah. yeah 11 off. and 80. 4 and 81. <laughs> this is 82, I don't know if he hit any <laughs> of the Yankees. Goose now, you egg. Know, I got a soundbite from him when I was working Three at ne-
3: RBI with the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: it. Yeah, hit 182 or something. Probably all one games. 172. Yeah. He was manager of the Red Sox, and I had to get a soundbite from when I worked with Neck and TV, and I said, so I said, well, you know, you, you, your team's losing, you know, they had an under 500 record. And he says, you know, he goes, well, you know, things are going to turn around. He says, oh, "We're going, you know, we're going to get out there. We're going to hit. We're going to hit. We're going to, we're going to pitch, and we're going, we're going to catch the ball." I said, "Oh, that's that's what baseball guys do." Yeah, that's. He was so simple, it's simplistic as a manager, you know. But uh, he did have that high waisted, handsome Paul Newman look.
2: <laughs> what was uh
3: Paul? Uh, what was uh, Butch Hobson's record as Red Sox manager?
2: Oh God, under five hundred. Oh yeah, because remember Joe Morgan's line. Uh, these guys aren't as good as they think they are. When he got fired, That's right. boy, was he right.
0: That's right. And then they had the strike-shortened season. Was Butch's last? The ninety-four two hundred seven and two thirty-two. Wow. wow. Well, you know, we're going to get out there. We're going to hit. We're going to pitch seventy-two <laughs> winning. Percentage. We're going to throw the ball. We're going to catch the ball. And we're going to. We're going to hit. You know, we're going to try not to strike out. That's what we're going to do. Says Butch as he strikes out his last two plate appearances. It amazing. Yeah, those me are good.
2: horrible teams. They had one team where I think Brunansky let him in homers of fifteen or something. I hated that. I hated that ninety-two to ninety-four team. They sucked. They sucked. Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, isn't that unbelievable? What, what
3: was? What, what happened to this or that? Ben, you got that? Why little... are you? Why did you just all of a sudden? I thought were you going to do this or that?
2: I forgot
1: about the this or that. I thought you were taking off on the Butch Hobson quiz. Oh, no, I was just. Since you brought I was it just killing a little time. He asked it. for a Butch Hobson right. question. Yeah. We'll end this any way we goddamn well it. want to, Ben. We'll Kitchin. end it this way or that way. And since you brought it up, Ben, there's a, a show on the Axis TV network, AXS. <clears throat> and uh, it's Sammy Hagar's road trip. At the end of every episode, after interviewing all of these rock stars, he has a this or that. It's a silly little thing. But you have to answer quickly, and you have to pick one. Okay, ready? One answer. Cheer. Here we go. All right. This is <laughs> Chad Finn and Ben. Stand by. Would you prefer a concert at the Garden or whatever they're calling Great Woods these days? Great Woods. Great Woods. Okay. Football or baseball? Football. Baseball. Oh. Uh, for vacation, the Cape or the Lakes region? Ugh.
3: <laughs> Both of them suck. <laughs> What's wrong with you that guys? I, I would
1: go the Lakes over the Cape. I go to the cape. Okay. Chad Finn chooses the cape. Just felt a big squam in my Winnipesaukee. <laughs> well, <laughs> you... Chicken or fish? Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Chicken. All right. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Please. David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Oh, David, God. God. That's right. Anybody who says Sammy Hagar is fucking insane. <laughs> Gas or electric car?
2: Gas. Hybrid. We have a Prius. I do, too. Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay, pot or alcohol? Oh, pot. Alcohol. Right, by the way, would you like another beer?
0: You guys want to go camping? <laughs> That's okay.
1: Romantic relationship. If you had to have a romantic relationship, not sex, just a nice, loving, warm relationship in a romantic sense with either Rosie O'Donnell or Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> which, Ellen. Which would you choose? Yeah, Ellen. Ellen. Okay. By a mile. Uh, did you, here's, yeah. here's why. I'm with Ben. Because the difference between Rosie
0: O'Donnell and a bowling ball? About 150 ball? pounds? Oh, I thought you were going to say between no, Ellen. No, the difference between Rosie O'Donnell and a bowling ball. Anybody know? No. no. God, well, you, I do know. You, <laughs> could, you, could, you could eat the bowling ball if you really had to. Wow.
1: Yeah, God. Once again, uh, Chad, I would apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you were single and you had to date one of these women, who would it be? Kamala Harris or Tulsi Gabbard?
2: Whoa, it's a good one. That's a good one. Kamala Harris. Ben. Ben's stinking it over. Yeah,
3: here. I'm gonna actually go with that same one. Kamala, okay. Harris. Kamala Harris. All right. Peep. I was thinking about what the dynamic might be in the bedroom and I just thought it'd be more fun with her. <laughs> right?
1: Okay, Ben. Well you never Based know. on nothing. You never know. You Based on anything.
3: her attitude. All right. Which movie? Could, it could be a fun, overbearing
1: <laughs> dictatorial sex session. <laughs> <laughs> a glimpse into the mind of Ben.
2: Hmm. yeah,
1: Being ever so brief and ever so shallow. All right. Which movie?
2: E.T. or Close Encounters? E.T. E.T. Close Encounters sucks. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. Another movie. I should have a buzzer. It goes boop, <laughs> boop, 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 boop.
1: Another couple of movies here. Clint Eastwood. The Unforgiven or Gran Torino? Unforgiven. Ooh. Yeah, Unforgiven. That was so good. Okay. LeBron or Larry Bird? For what? Anything. Playing left-handed, Larry.
0: Larry. (laughs) Anything.
3: Space Jam,
1: Larry Bird. Yeah, Larry. (laughs) All right. Live music. You go to a concert. Would you prefer plugged or unplugged? Plugged. Speaking of Dr. Robert Leonard, (laughs)
0: we're Uh, brought to you by 1-800-GET-HAIR here on the Planet Mikey podcast. And that's exactly what I did. How's your hairline?
2: I got a hat on.
0: Yeah, but you don't have any problems, right? Either? Nah, yeah,
1: pretty Le- great. Looks good. Yeah, gray. Gray doesn't count. All right, Levi's or Wranglers? I'm Levi's. I don't think I've ever owned Wranglers. Well, it's an interesting. Uh, I mentioned this to Mike. Shorts. Mikey. There's a there was a study out that. Jordache. Levi's are preferred by Democrats and Wranglers are preferred by Republicans.
2: Wranglers got made fun of when I was growing up. They did. I had them. Seriously? Wranglers, yeah. 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 Yeah, Levi's were the high-end thing. Well, at least they didn't call them dungarees like they did when I was a kid. Why <laughs> don't
0: right. you got put on your you dungarees? You dungarees, Mikey. You got on the mud and climb a tree for it. What? what? <laughs>
3: Does your I'm... family have no teeth?
0: <laughs> they had teeth, but they talked like this
1: anyway. They like talking They're like old this. prospectors? Yes, of
0: course. It took it, a few it, minutes Jake to... Never... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, Luke, where's <laughs> Papina.
1: All right. I'm going to be Tom Brady for a second. I'm going to throw the ball... Who do I want to receive that ball, Edelman or Gronk?
2: Gronk. Yeah. Edelman drops the ball too much.
1: I'm going to go with Ann-Margaret. Gronk can make more of a
2: play after
3: the catch than Edelman. That's the difference for me. All right, And
1: lastly, Sports Hub or (laughs) W-E-E-I?
3: W-E-E-I. There was a time I would have said E-E-I.
0: You
1: You still say it now. 20 years.
0: Two of your friends still work there. That's that's correct, and they they're still my friends. But that doesn't mean that night show doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the question. <laughs> it does, though. It sucks. Oh, All right, we we established that.
1: thanks for coming in, Chad, because it gives me an opportunity to bring up things that I hate. Like anytime. Money. <laughs> You know, Chad, once again, the third time I would like to apologize for the behavior (laughs) of the host of the show.
0: We're having fun, yeah? yeah.
1: The one known as Planet Mikey. we
0: got some great guests coming up next week, too. Stand by for that. And our thanks to Smitty, Ben, and, of course, Chad Finn of the Boston Globe, Boston.com. At Globe, Chad Finn. See you later.